hello, hello. Welcome back to the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. It is so awesome to be back here with you guys. I'm super excited. And for those of you who might be new, if um, this is the first time you are tuning into this podcast, uh, hi, thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Rebecca. I'm your host. And yeah, I'm here to talk about all of the things that we didn't really get to talk about um, or really were told to us, um, you know, growing up and the things that I wish I knew in the moment. So um, today we are going to be talking about something very important, very near and dear to my heart because I've been working on it myself. Um, we're going to be talking about um, self-care and why it's important. And I know a lot of us who might be listening, um, especially if we're women, we're always, you know, we always have so much to do, whether it's we need to get stuff done for work or we have families or we're in school and we have all these, you know, other obligations, other commitments and responsibilities. And it's so, so easy for us to just put a sort of put um put our self-care and ourselves it's just so easy for us to just you know put it to the back burner you know we'll, we'll get to it or you know it's on our long list of things to do and you know maybe it's like at the top of our list but then as the day goes on and things pop up it slowly like creeps its way to the bottom until it's just like uh, maybe i'll get to that today maybe i won't eh, not a big deal and I know this is what happens because this is exactly what I have done to myself. So just, um, and um, I think we all might be guilty of letting our self-care, you know, just sort of go by the wayside when we shouldn't and we don't do it because we tell ourselves, you know, oh, this person needs this or I have a responsibility to this. And I've said these excuses and so many more. And, you know, it happens so often, more often than I want it to happen. And I'm sure more often than you guys want it to happen. So I'm here to sort of just, you know, tell you why, um, give you a nice kick in the butt. Um, if you've been telling yourself, oh, I'm gonna do this for myself. I'm gonna go take that bath. Um, and not talk to, you know, my kids for 30 minutes, or I'm gonna go take my book and go to the back porch and just sit there and read for the afternoon. Um, you know, those things that make us happy and help us relax, those are things that we need to absolutely make sure we get done and put into our lives, because if we don't, then, you know, that leads to a bunch of other things. Um, so... Something that I've heard a couple times before that just sort of made everything click for me was there, it's like this metaphor um, of a glass of water. And sort of the whole idea about, around this metaphor is that if we are not full, then we cannot fill other people. So let me sort of explain. So we have this glass of water and it's you know, you are the glass and the water is pretty much your energy. And if you're the glass of water and you're completely full to the top, then you can pour your water or energy 
into other people around you, into your significant other, your kids, your job, your um, family, your side projects. You have enough water for it to go around to everyone. Um, but if you are a glass with no water, then you, you can't pour that water into anything because you, you just don't have it. You know, you don't have the energy to help other people to the best of your abilities. And, you know, I've, I've definitely been there where I had so many things going on and I wasn't sleeping and, you know, I wasn't really taking care of myself, not like I should have been. And, you know, I was doing all these things and I was kind of like doing them at like 50, 60, maybe 70%. And it was like, I was doing just enough to actually do the thing and then move on to the next thing. But I look back on it now and I'm like, wow, I could have spent, you know, maybe less time trying to do a bunch of different things and more time trying to do, you know, maybe three or four specific things. And those things would have turned out, um, you know, amazing and exactly what I wanted them to look like or be like instead of just trying to, you know, go through the motions, get through the day, get through that to-do list. Um, so that's kind of why we shouldn't let our self-care slide because if we're not taking care of ourselves, then how can we expect our ourselves, like our bodies, our minds to perform, you know, as best as they can when we're not helping create that environment for ourselves to do the best. So that's something that I really, I really should, well, honestly, I really should think about that more. Um, But it's definitely something that I've been working on and just, you know, keeping myself full. And it's more than just, you know, like physical, physical um, stuff, like, you know, exercise, all that, you know, it's important, but it's only part of your overall self, right? So you can be in like peak physical condition, but if you are just like mentally out of it, drained, not sleeping enough, like you feel like your mind is just in all different places, um, then you still can't, you know, perform um, your best. And I think it's important to not only take care of ourselves physically with, you know, Um, exercise and, you know, resting and taking relaxing baths or, um, you know, anything else that relaxes us that way, but also to just sort of relax our minds and um, take care of ourselves mentally. I know that a lot of times we can be under a lot of stress, a lot of, I don't want to say, I don't want to say pain, but a lot of just, you know, things weighing down on our minds. And I know some people have super demanding jobs where it's like you have to be like on for most of the day and, you know, being, you know, quote unquote on for eight hours of the day is like really tiring. Um, so I get you, I get you. Um, and, you know, it's important for us to decompress in that especially right now since a lot of us are working from home and we're doing everything on the computers and we're looking at screens for probably more than eight hours a day now. Um, It's important that we just sort of mentally, you know, maybe take a step back, um, you know, get up and away from the screen, maybe journal, grab a book you've been reading, 
um, and just sort of relaxing our mind. Um, so that way, not only do we take care of the physical side of keeping ourselves full, but also like the mental and like spiritual, I guess, spiritual energy, um, whatever sort of you believe, um, just keeping that energy like up and alive too. And that sort of leads me into, I, I guess I've already talked about why self-care is important. Um, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper into that. Um, so, you know, we all know that self-care is important to recharge um, and make sure, you know, we, we don't burn out. I mean, that's why we, we, why we go to sleep, right? So our bodies can, you know, take time to relax and just, you know, um, I don't want to say grow because a lot of us are already like physically like grown to our full like height and everything um, but it just sort of we sleep so our body can repair itself and we also need to do that for our minds too because you know burnout um, burnout is real um, it is so real and I know a lot of people who've burned out from you know all sorts of different things burned out from work, burned out from school, burned out from both. Um, so I wanted to share like a little story with you guys. So in the summer of 2019, so not this past summer, um, but the summer before that, I started a new job. And um, for those of you also who, if this is your first um, listen in on the podcast, um, I don't think I mentioned it before, but I'm an actor. And um, so during that summer, um, I was working full time and I was working on two shows at the same time. And they were my first like professional shows that I was working on. So I was like super excited and, you know, I couldn't wait to, you know, it was like, um, I was so excited and like acting and theater is my passion. So I was like, you know, two shows at once, like, absolutely. And I, I should probably make it clear that one of the shows I was performing in and one of the shows I was understudying in. And understudying is basically, um, if you're not familiar with theater, um, it's like they have the cast that performs regularly and um, casts will have understudies in case someone gets sick and they have to, and they're not able to make the show, then the understudy sort of comes in and fills in that role for however long. So an understudy doesn't really, they still work very hard, um, but the time commitment is a little bit different, which is how I was able to do two shows at once. Um, because I mean, I know all the actors who are listening out there, um, doing two shows at once where you're performing in both that like really heavily overlap, probably not gonna work. But that just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, so I was working full time, 40 hours a week, um, working on two shows. And at the time where I was working was about half an hour away from where I was living at the time. And then where I was doing the shows were anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour away from where I was living. Um, I've since moved and I'm a little bit closer to everything and like the theater community, the theater scene in my in my area. Um, but back then I was, I would say 
decently far away from things. Um, so I would get up um, and I would go to work. And after, you know, eight hours of working, I would either hop in my car and go up to rehearsal or, um, you know, go do something. And um, because I live in the Washington, D.C. area, um, we often will, and this is like, I feel like this is just an in, ge in general and not just for theater, but like for work as well. Um, because of just like how everything is set up in the Washington DC metro area, um, it's not uncommon for people to like live in either like Northern Virginia and go up to Maryland for work or maybe from Maryland into DC or Virginia into DC. Basically we cross a lot of state lines and we go into DC for work and um, going into Maryland or going into DC isn't like a big thing. So when I say that like I'm going into when I go to a different state, it's like not that far away from me. It was only like 40 minutes to an hour, depending on where I was going. But I would go from one state into another and um, it was a lot of driving and it was like late nights because um, one the show that I was performing in was doing evening rehearsals where the show I was um, understudying had uh, um, daytime rehearsals and logistically things were like not difficult um, but definitely I worked some logistical magic there for that summer um, but I was you know running back and forth all over the place I think there was maybe like three times during that entire summer June to August where I didn't have to go anywhere and I just like laid in bed until like 10 or something and I didn't have to do anything I didn't have to get in my car um so yeah it was it was crazy I was getting something like five hours or four hours of sleep like on weeknights like for three months which looking back on that sounds horrible and I don't know how I did it um but yeah, and at the time, I was like, oh, um, the fact that I'm so tired and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm always so busy, like this just proves, you know, how hard I work and how busy I am and all this like great, and what I thought was like, you know, great stuff. But the reality of it was, is that it was not good for me physically, mentally. I was exhausted a lot. Um... And I remember it was like a Friday where I was at work and I like stood up and I just like, like my brain kind of was like, you know, you, you should probably take a nap. And then things started kind of like moving a little bit and I just, yeah, it, uh, it was not good. Um, so I ended up going home early that day and I went home, I took a nap, I slept for like four hours, I woke up. I was completely fine. Like, I was good to go. I felt like I could, you know, work out if I wanted to. Um, but in that moment, I was like, oh gosh, that that's crazy that the fact that I'd been just running on fumes, essentially. And then, you know, I go home and actually take a four-hour nap and, you know, do something and take care of myself, and I'm a lot better. Um, granted, I did learn that that was what I did had done that summer was not good and I promised myself I would never do it again 
Um, but that kind of showed me how much and how much we need to take care of ourselves because, you know, not only is it important, but in order for us to take care of others, we need to take care of ourselves. Like, I wasn't able to, um, you know, I'm sure I had things that I had planned for that day and, you know, I was going to see some friends because it was a Friday. Um, and this was summer of 2019, so we could do stuff like that. But, you know, I just, that made me realize I couldn't be there to be a good friend to them because I wasn't taking care of myself. Because I, you know, I, I literally just passed out for four hours in the afternoon. And um, I just needed to take a break. And I think that we all need to take breaks. Um, we need to listen to our bodies and take care of them when we need them. But, you know, a lot of times we just don't. But that's like something else I realized. We deserve to take care of ourselves. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our bodies and our minds to treat them well because they do so much for us. And, you know, we wouldn't tell people that we care about to not take care of themselves. Like, we, like if I had someone, like my, um, my sister or my mom or someone come to me and say, Oh, I'm, I'm so tired. I just, I can't stay awake. I just feel so bad. I would tell them, you know, go, go take a nap go or go to bed early. Like I would tell them to take care of ourselves. So if we're telling our loved ones to take care of themselves, why don't we tell ourselves to also take care of ourselves? And I mean, I, that's, it's still something that I'm working on 100%. Um, I've gotten a lot better, I would say, but I still could, you know, spend more time just with me doing things that make me happy and things just because I want to do them. Um, so, I mean, I'm still working on that. Um, but I think a lot of this sort of stems from the fact that, like, right now in just, like, the world we live in, um, I feel like it's very non-stop and very non-stop and very like, you know, hustle. You gotta hustle hard or you gotta make sure you're working, you know, your butt off. And if you're not, then, you know, you should be working harder. It's always like, go, go, go. And I personally feel sometimes that if, and I'm sure other people feel this way, if, you know, we're not being productive or we're you know, if we're not doing something, and for me, especially during the workday, if I'm not doing something or if I have a little bit of downtime while I'm waiting for, uh, like, a reply on something, then there's this, like, stigma that we're lazy or, you know, not doing enough or maybe falling behind. And I think that's partially because, um like the millennial generation has, I don't want to say dealt with a lot. I mean, they've had to, you know, navigate like some new stuff and in a sense they have dealt with quite a bit. Um, but I feel like the, like millennials, um, and right now there's like Gen Z coming up and they're, you know, slowly going to start entering the workforce. I feel like millennials, it was always like, oh, millennials are so, are so lazy or they spend so much money on like coffee instead of saving for a house. And there's just sort of like 
this whole stigma or you know narrative around how millennials were so like quote unquote so lazy and didn't do anything and you know I think that's due to a lot of different factors um, mainly that the millennial generation is not experiencing the same sort of economic like growth in jobs and um, like a bunch of like other like technical stuff that I'm super into so um, I'm like always like interested in reading about it um, but for for that generation it was always the narrative was always oh they're so lazy and they don't do anything and in response they that generation sort of had to um, I want to say they didn't have to, they had to prove something, but it was almost like a lot of people in that generation was like, oh, well, I need to like hustle hard and do this and do that. And I just want to, you know, make clear right now that they're, um, that millennials, we think of them like as college age students. I read something a while ago saying that millennials, like the oldest of millennials were like, you know, nearing 40 and then the youngest, like tail end of millennials were like in their uh like their mid-20s or something like that and i think that um that's something that you know have being around that so that narrative so long in the workforce and sort of that whole idea um i think that caused us to prioritize work and um, making sure that we were um, hustling more than our own selves. And I'm hoping that um, that whole stigma behind needing to work hard in order to, you know, be actually doing anything like productive or stuff like that. I think it's important to work hard, but I also think it's important that we just, you know, give ourselves grace and, you know, we just allow ourselves to, you know, if we need to take a break, then take a break. Like, take that day off, go hiking, or take that day off and just, like, watch Netflix all day. Whatever is, you know, good for you is what's going to, you know, serve you the best. And, you know, like I said before, I'm still working on self-care. I'm still working on, um, just prioritizing my own self more over other things. Um, this is exactly how I feel. This is exactly what happened to me. Um, and again, I'm getting better at it, but definitely uh, a, a work in progress, but you know, a work, uh, work going in the right direction. And I've sort of come up with a few things that we can, or or I guess you can, we can, um, things that um, I think are helpful to helping us to sort of do self-care for the day. Or not the day, but you know, just overall in your life. So if you are able to, if you're not driving, if you are not, you know, doing something else while listening to this podcast and you're able to right now, um, take out a piece of paper and a pencil. And if you aren't able to do this right now, um, do it when you get home or do it when you're able to. And once you have that piece of paper and a pencil, I want you to write down everything that you love to do. 
Now this could be anything. For me, I really love to sing and perform, so I, um, I actually really just love to sit down and watch like movie musicals and um, like musical clips online. Um, I also love to um, read. I don't read nearly as much as I would like to. Um, and I also like to write. I like to write stories a lot. So those are just some examples of things um, that I like to do. Um, you could do things like if there's a sport you like, I like playing tennis, um, but a lot of times I like need someone to play tennis with, and right now I don't always have someone available to play tennis with me. So um, anything that makes you happy and relaxes you, maybe it's painting your nails, or maybe it's um, uh, maybe it's going for like a really long walk. Um, with your dog and you don't have to really talk to anyone for you know 30 40 50 minutes now after you have your list down I want you to mark a star next to the things that you haven't done in at least a month so going off of the list that I have I would star the writing because I haven't written for fun in a month and oh yeah and by the way these are all things that you should be doing for fun so um, um, even though I write a lot um, a lot of times I'm not writing for fun or for my own you know stories just you know to write something I'm writing for other things like uh, maybe a blog or something um, and I would also mark the singing and performing. And I marked this one, and this is another example of, you know, mark the things that, or write down the things that you love to do for fun, because while I am an actor and a performer, and I practice and rehearse songs and monologues and all this stuff all the time, that is, that is still work for me. Um, and so just... Like a karaoke night, for example, um, I would love to do like karaoke work and just sing and have fun, and I don't have to worry about, you know, like oh what, uh, what was this word or did I, you know, um, ex express this emotion when I wanted to. Um, so yeah, I'm doing it for fun. Um, so I would mark the singing and the writing. Now, okay, here's the next step. Now ask yourself, why haven't you done these things? Take a second to think about what it is. And then, if you want to write it down or if you want to keep thinking about it, um, either is fine, but just asking, why haven't you done those things? And if you come up with maybe work has been too busy or you know i at this point in time with um it being uh we're still in the middle of a pandemic and everything maybe um if the kids are being homeschooled and you're also working from home maybe you're putting a lot more energy towards just making sure everything you know 
happens for the day. Um, and you know, I want you to look at those reasons as to why you haven't, you know, done the things on your list. And I want you to tell yourself it is okay that I have not done these and I do not feel guilty. Because I think a lot of times we also feel guilty for taking, we feel guilty for not taking care of ourselves because we have other things to do. And you know, we shouldn't feel guilty. I think that feeling guilty about something like this doesn't work. I think it's important to recognize it and it's important to talk about the reasons you know, why maybe they haven't happened and the reasons why we need to take more time to do self-care. But feeling guilty isn't going to do anything. So I want you to inhale. I'll do it with you. So we're going to inhale. We're going to exhale. And I want you to tell yourself you are so proud of everything that you have done and everything that you are doing in your life. You are so proud that you are taking care of everyone else and now you are going to take care of yourself and you are going to be proud for not only taking care of others but for also taking care of yourself because you deserve it and the love and kindness that you show to everyone else in your life you are ready to show that love and kindness to yourself so if you're ever feeling maybe a little um i guess upset with yourself that you haven't been able to make time to work on the things that maybe you want to work on or spend time for on or spend time doing things for yourself I want you to give yourself grace tell yourself it's okay that I sort of you know had these plans and didn't do them but I'm gonna keep trying and as long as we keep trying then that's what you know that's what's going to help us um, over the long term and so I want you to start doing this, these self-care, I guess, routines, um, self-care events, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, I want you to implement those into your life. So how do we implement it? Um, there are couple ways that I like to suggest to people and one of them is schedule the time into your day and treat that time with respect. So it's sort of like work. You know, you have to be at work on a certain time. You're going to be at work on a certain, like at that time. And it is like non-negotiable that you show up to work at that time. And I'm speaking generally. Obviously, like things happen. Sometimes they'll come in late. Sometimes, you know, um, like commutes get all jumbled up though I guess right now since a lot of people are still working online from home that's like not really a thing but you get what I'm saying um and you know like I said treat that time with respect treat it like 
the same, give it the same respect that you would give the time you work, and it is non-negotiable. And um, if you sort of look at your schedule and you're like, oh, but everything is so crazy, like I've got kids and I've got work and like when is this going to happen? Um, I always like to suggest um, if there is something that you want to do and you sort of don't want to do it with distractions around or at a time when it is, there's not a lot going on, um, I always suggest doing it in the mornings. So, um, I really like doing things in the morning just because, um, well, I like to work out in the mornings and that way I can like just get the workout done. I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. And, um, honestly, I'm really bad at working out at night, so mornings work pretty well for me. But really anything that you want to do, getting it done in the in the mornings because if you know you have kids or a spouse or something like that um, by doing these things in the morning and you know before other people get up um, you're going to have less distractions and something else I've noticed is that in the morning pretty much before like 9 9.30ish um, my phone isn't really going off there aren't things, there aren't emails coming in, there aren't messages coming in, there aren't, you know, none of, my phone is not, you know, lighting up or like, um, I have an Android so like it'll blink at me, if, like when something comes through, like a notification. Um, those notifications aren't there to distract you because um, I know sometimes like I'm doing something and I see a notification pop up on my phone I look at my phone and I like get lost in that and then I have to like you know refocus myself and come back to what I was doing and by then the energy flow is a little off and like you, you know what I'm saying um, so by doing it in the morning there's a whole lot less of that and you also don't feel like you have to um, be responding to anyone because I know that if someone um, were to send me a text, you know, the night before, if it's six in the morning, I don't feel really obligated to respond to them um, until maybe a little bit later when I know they're going to be up for sure and maybe they're doing something in the mornings as well. Um, but the morning is a great time to just sort of like carve out what you want to do for yourself. And another way you can sort of implement your self-care tips or I guess self-care um, regimen is um, get a buddy or um, an accountability group and um, I know things are like a little bit different right now people used to be like really big advocates of, like workout buddies um, that's not really something unless you're like living in the same space that you can really do at the moment um, but there is something to be said about the power of accountability. So let's say that you want to do yoga um, in the mornings before you start your workday, just to sort of calm your mind, all that stuff. You could join um, maybe like a 6 a.m. Um, virtual yoga class, or maybe you can, um, maybe you have a friend who lives on, you know, the other side of like, um, like the city you're in and you can't see each other but you know you can text each other to make sure the other one's up at a certain time and 
you know, maybe you're doing yoga and they're doing like, you know, um, maybe they're training for something. But just having someone to check in with is so, so powerful because, and I, I read this that, you know, um, people have done studies and studies have shown that when you have someone to check in with or that you have to talk to about something or you have to tell them you did it or you didn't, you did it or you did not do it, um, 95% of the time you're going to do it because, you know, you have to tell them and, you know, you have to go talk to that person. And for me personally, if I have someone telling me that I have to do something and I say, yes, I will do this, um, I'm going to do it because I don't want to let that person down. That's just me. Um, so those are a couple of options for um, like having accountability. And then, you know, when everything sort of reopens and it's safe to do so once again, um, you know, group workout classes or even, um, you know, I know personal trainers can be kind of expensive, but if you are able to comfortably do that, um, you know, if you're trying to work out and just, you know, improve on your health and fitness, um, you know, you could hire a personal trainer and, you know, they're expecting you at a certain time and you're paying them a lot of money for that time. So it's like, you're most likely going to show up at that point. Um, so those are some options for accountability. Um, another one that I'm trying to like sort of get into is I'm trying to do more journaling and meditating because right now, um, those are the two things, like my mind just goes, I swear, sometimes my mind goes like a mile a minute and I know it needs to slow down. Like I know it needs to just like, you know, calm down, you know, one step at a time, one thought, don't go be like racing through your day. So that's one of the reasons why I find meditation really hard is because we have to slow down and my mind will definitely wander. Um, but that's why I'm also making myself do more of it because I want my mind to just sort of take a breather every now and again. Um, um, but you know, checking in with um, a friend and doing meditations in the morning or hopping on to um, Zoom or FaceTime and just, you know, if you two want to journal together, you don't even have to say anything to one another. You can put on some music and just journal. But the point is, um, having accountability will like pretty much make you do it or make you do the thing that you want to do. Um, so I think those are super helpful in just getting your self-care um, done and keeping yourself accountable and um, just, you know, treating yourself with more love and more... So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, this podcast episode um, was really fun to sort of talk about. I ended up talking about a little bit more than I thought I was going to, so I think that's like the sign of a good episode when you're in like the middle of it and you just like end up talking about more stuff than you thought you would. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Um, today. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day wherever you are. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to um, let you guys know uh, the Facebook group, Creatives Choosing Their Careers, 
it is still um, we're still open it's like completely free we're always you know we love to have new members and um, I'm inviting you I'm inviting your friends I'm inviting everyone you know if they're a creative actor um, singer writer graphic designer illustrator dancer painter um, knitter any of that stuff um, come join us it's a great time um, we're all having a blast just being around other creatives and other people who are looking to incorporate more of their craft into their everyday life. And uh, yeah, link to that will be in the show notes. And um, yeah, if you found this episode to be super helpful, if you want to share it with other people in your life, um, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Then have a fantastic, amazing day, and I will talk to you all in the next episode. See ya!